You have a mission from God. You have been entrusted by God to teach your children about Jesus, to teach the gospel, to teach them God's truths. And I know that often things get in the way, right? Things that we're distracted with, fears that we have. I think so many times what actually gets in our way is fear. But the good news is that the Lord has not given us a a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and self-control. So today we're digging into 2 Timothy to talk about your mission as a mom, to talk about the tools that the Lord has given you to complete your mission, and to talk about why fear has no place in this mission at all. So grab a pen and paper and let's dig in. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is gonna keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Welcome back to the Nourish Mom podcast. Thank you for joining me here today. Today we are digging into 2 Timothy and You know, it's just been popping up all over the place for me. (laughs) The Lord just keeps bringing me back here. And it started recently with um, Silas, my oldest, was struggling with some, I guess, invasive thoughts. Things like, I'll never be good enough at soccer. Nobody wants to be my friend. Nobody likes me. Um, He was afraid of things that he wasn't afraid of before, like bees and spiders and failing, I think, which is obviously a big fear of many of us failing. And I know that it probably has to do with his age. He just turned 10 and, you know, he's got some things changing. But I know that most definitely it had to do with lies from the enemy. So the scripture that just kept coming up to me was 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And so I was digging through this and, you know, writing a little study to do with him and Forrest and with my husband. And what I found, which I found many awesome things to share with them, share with them, but I also found that the Lord had lots to teach me. And I think that many of you will resonate with what the Lord was showing me through this study. So I want to give you a little background to 2 Timothy. So Paul is writing to Timothy to encourage him in his ministry. So Paul is in jail. And this is actually, I think, the last letter that he wrote to Timothy before he was executed by Nero. So Paul knew that the end was coming. He he wrote this letter with passion. And he wanted to encourage Timothy to, to pass on what he had been taught, to, to pass on the gospel. And I think that much of what Paul writes to Timothy really applies to us as mothers. 
So we are on mission. And I think it's just so important that we understand our calling. You have a calling by God. So the letter starts off and it says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus. And so I was interested, like, what does that word apostle mean? So the the Greek word means delegate or messenger or one sent forth with orders. And in the Christian faith, an apostle is known as one who is entrusted by Jesus to help grow the church and spread the message of his teaching. And I want to let you know that this is your calling as well, right? Although that your job may be much different than what it looks like for Paul and Timothy, you have been entrusted by Jesus to grow the church by spreading the message of the gospel to the people who have been given to you, to your children. You have been entrusted by Jesus you are the one that teaches your children, especially us homeschool moms, right? We know, we know that we are teachers, or maybe we, maybe we don't know, but the Lord's put it on your plate, and here we go, right? Um, but the Bible tells us to teach the Lord's word diligently to our children, to talk of his word, his statutes, when we sit and when we walk and when we lie down and when we rise up. That's in Deuteronomy 6. And this is no small calling, right? So it's important that we look at what Paul said. Paul said he is an apostle by the will of God. It can be overwhelming to look at this job, like how, how can we do this? Like how can I be the one who's equipped, who's responsible for passing this on to my kids? Like what if I mess up? Like I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. There's like so many doubts and fears that might go through our minds. Um, you know, well, we're going to get into the fears in a little bit. But as we do this work, it's important to remember that it's what he is calling us to. And we can only do it through and by his will. When we start trying to do all this stuff, when we start trying to do it all, all the stuff that we're called to do without the Lord, that is when we strive. That is when we grow weary and when we fail. And, you know, it can be exhausting. It can be exhausting to mother the way that God calls us to. I mean, we all have mom guilt for the times that we yelled, when we were triggered, when we were provoked. And it can be hard. But the good news is that the Lord gives us tools. So in verse two, Paul says, Let's see, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus the Lord. So Paul often starts his letters with grace and peace, and he also included in this letter mercy because ministers need more mercy right? These are gifts that are given to us from the Father that enable enable us to carry out his calling. And I don't know about you, but honestly, the deeper that I go into what the Lord is calling me to, it's like he calls me, you know, to one place and then, and then we get there. I don't know if we ever arrive, but then we go deeper and deeper. And homeschooling has been something that has truly humbled me because I came from a place of thinking that I could do it all. I was like a go-getter and there's nothing wrong with that. And I still am, but 
I just thought I could do it. I could control it. I, it could be me. It could be through my strength. And I have realized that that is just not happening. That is not true. I need God. I need these gifts of grace. Grace, his merciful kindness by which he turns people to Christ, by which he keeps them and strengthens them and increases their faith. I need grace every day because there are times when I look around and my faith to carry out like what the Lord is calling me to do. Like, Lord, why have you called me to do this? Like, I can't do it. And it is God's grace that keeps me and strengthens me. I need his mercy, his kindness toward the afflicted and a desire to help us. Like the Lord wants to help us. He, it is his heart to help us, especially when we are afflicted, especially when we're struggling. And I need that mercy because without it, I'm just yelling at my kids and telling them what to do and all fearful that they're not going to grow up right. I need God's mercy. I need his peace, that unshakable, supernatural peace through any circumstances, through the moments where Forrest is like provoking me to my face shamelessly. And I just want to like, oh, lash out and be like, who do you think you are? But that peace that reminds me, God's got this. My job is to show them God's love, to discipline them calmly without losing my temper. And like, I don't want to act like I always get that right. I do not get that right. But I do when I when I lean on the Lord. And it is through his grace, his mercy, his peace that, you know, I'm able to do this homeschooling thing. And the Lord has invited you to take these gifts that he's giving you as well of grace, mercy, and peace. Those are three tools that he is giving us that are there for the taking. So verse one, three goes on to say, I thank God whom I serve as did my ancestors with a clear conscience as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. And that word constantly, like as I was reading this, it just really stood out to me. He says constantly in his prayers. And I've just realized more recently, more and more, the importance of prayer. So often I want to like, I want to go and fix a problem. And, you know, I'm like, oh, my kids aren't obeying or they're like struggling with video games. Man, struggle in my house. I think (laughs) always a struggle. I don't know why we allow it. But anyway, but whatever we're struggling with, I want to go. My first instinct is to jump on Google and search something that could help me. But over and over again, the Lord has shown me it doesn't matter what any of those people say. Like they can give us good information and that can be great, but it is the Lord that I need to turn to because so often, even when I follow those, the good information, the good advice from other people, it doesn't fit our family because the Lord has a different plan for us. So I need to go to him in prayer. He needs to be the one that I seek. And I've just really been convicted of this recently. And it reminds me of Romans 12, 12, the um, rejoice and hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. And this is just where I wanna be. I like, I've just been so convicted that this is where the Lord wants us. And I've been really practicing trying to be constant in prayer as I'm, 
doing school with the kids and just like praying over it, like as we're going through it, praying over the day, praying over the children, strengthening, asking the Lord to strengthen them and doing that wherever I go. When I'm at co-op, praying over the people that I see and just like being constant in prayer. And I can tell you that it's been a huge blessing. So verse one five goes on to say, Oh, I think I skipped one four. Oh, one four. He says, as I remember your tears, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. Then he says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And now I'm sure dwells in you as well. So this is one of our other tools, faith. Faith is the conviction that God is the creator and the ruler of all things and the trust in his plan. Faith is such a powerful tool because it can crush all of those fears, all of those doubts, those fears. You know, when recently, one of my biggest fears I've realized is that when the kids start pushing back, I fear, I don't know, that's like I have to control them. Like all of a sudden I'm like, I have to, I have to gain control of the situation or they're going to turn out to be terrible kids or something. I don't even know. I can't even pinpoint the exact fear, but I feel that fear creeping up. And I have to remind myself, whoa, I have faith in God's good plan. And I actually was so blessed the other day in a moment like this that I had a friend text me and tell me about a dream that she had of the future. And she said she was looking at, um, you know, she was with people that she knew and she saw Silas and Forrest and she was like, I'm so proud what good men they turned out to be. And she sent me this in the middle of this you know, this really stressful moment of the kids really pushing back and me starting that fear bubbling up and I'm wanting to like lash out and control like, who do you think you are? You better sit down or you're gonna never know anything and I'm gonna be a failure as a homeschool mom and you're all gonna be failures and what? But that was just a glimpse of what God has for them. And I believe, you know, that he, that he put it on her heart to tell me that in that moment, because he knew I needed it. But faith is that trust that things will turn out okay. Like we can sit back and rest. We don't have to be fearful. We can trust in God's plan. And I think it's important to point out that Timothy's faith was largely due in part to his mother and his grandmother. They poured into him. They taught him about God. And this is the opportunity that we have we have the opportunity to just to show our children the way and the truth. And my question to you is, are you living out your faith in a way that shows this to your children? Like it's easy for us to say it in, you know, to say it, to read scripture. But in the day to day, in those hard moments, are we able to show it? Are you teaching them to have faith by showing them how to have faith, showing them how to follow Jesus? And if not, what is stopping you? Because I can promise you there is nothing more important. The Bible tells us that the most important thing is to love the Lord our God, right? And to love our, our neighbors. There is nothing more important than teaching our children how to love Jesus. Verse 1-6 goes on to say, For this reason, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So for this reason, for the things that he's saying, because of Timothy's faith, because of his calling, Paul reminds him to fan into flame, which is also translated as to kindle afresh, which is also translated as to inflame one's mind. 
to fan into flame the gift of God. That's the Holy Spirit living in you. As a Christian mama, you have the Holy Spirit living in you. But sometimes that flame gets squelched. Sometimes that flame is an ember. And I want to remind you, just as Paul reminded Timothy, that you need to take the time to fan those embers into a flame. If you want to carry out the mission that God has given you, if you want to be faithful, you need to be on fire for Jesus. So what do you need to do to bring those kindles back to a roaring fire? What do you need to do? Prayer, worship, Bible study. Get into the word, pray, worship. These are the things that are important. But fear will creep in and tell us that there's no time for it or that there's other things we have to do or we're distracted or we're comparing ourselves to other people on Instagram or whatever it might be. But verse 1 7 goes on to tell us For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power, of love, and self control. What's truly keeping us from ministering to our children, from teaching our children the way that God wants us to, from truly discipling our children the way that we are meant to? Most of the time, it usually comes down to fear. This is the enemy's strongest tactic against us. I know that whenever I'm having a bad day, whenever I'm arguing with the kids, whenever I'm yelling, whenever I have mom guilt, I think it's always rooted in fear. Maybe the fear is that there's not enough time to get the things done. I know that's a huge trigger for me. Maybe there's the fear that there's not enough time to get the lessons done or the chores done, or that if you don't do this amount of lessons, your kids aren't going to grow up to be whatever you think that they should be. Maybe your fear is that your husband or your family won't approve of you spending so much time on Bible study and not on math. Or maybe your fear is that your kids are going to be out of control if you don't take control or that they're not learning enough or that you're not going to do it right. I mean, the fears can be endless. We all have our own triggers. We have we all have our own fears that the enemy knows and he will try to distract us with those fears. He will speak those fears to us. And will we take that bait? Will we let fear take over? And instead of teaching and guiding our children toward God, we end up reacting in fear and acting like crazy people trying to control everything. <laughs> Listen, the Lord didn't give us a spirit of fear. We need to recognize this as a tool of the enemy. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling emotional, when you're feeling weak, when you're feeling weary, look at what's really going on and ask yourself, is this fear? Is this a tool of the enemy? The New Living Translation, it says, the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. And timidity can be translated as a lack of courage and confidence. And sometimes fear presents itself this way. Maybe your lack of confidence as a mom or as a teacher. Fear will influence how you show up, how you will respond. It'll put you on edge. And fear is not from the Lord. But you know what is from the Lord. Power, love, and self-control. These are the tools that God has given us. These are the gifts that God has given us. Power, the strength, the power, the ability to do what God is calling you to do. Love, to love even when we're provoked. To love even when it's hard. Self-discipline, 
right? That moderation and self-control, the ability to control your emotions and desires or the expression of them, especially in difficult situations. The ability to pursue what is right despite the temptations to abandon it. And, you know, I've been talking about these power struggles. This has been like a main thing we've been going through lately. And in the middle of it all, it's like, I know that Forrest is trying to provoke me when we're in the middle of this power struggle. He'll look me right in the eye and, you know, scrape the chair across the floor to make a scratch in the floor or throw all of his papers on the ground, knowing or wanting it to provoke me. And I have a hard time, like, oh, that is so hard. But do you know what? The Lord has given me the ability to resist that temptation, the ability to love him even when I'm provoked and the self-discipline to control my emotions, even when it's hard. Do you believe that? Do you believe that the Lord is faithful to do what he says? There's another verse that um, the Lord will not tempt you beyond your ability. I don't know where it is, but... Yes, we are going to be tempted. The enemy is there crouching at our door, wanting us to grab onto that temptation. But the Lord has given us power, love, and self-control. You are a mama with a mission. Your mission is to grow the church by teaching your babies about Jesus, to raise up this next generation. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what you're fearful about. But I know that if you're fearful about something that is not from the Lord and that it will distract you from the mission that he has for you. So know your calling. Know what is important. Know what takes precedence. Know what is from the Lord and what is from the enemy. And when you hear those lies from the enemy, when that fear creeps in, say no. The Lord has given me a spirit of power of love and self-control and keep your eyes on the real mission. Because it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to be led astray with fear. And I know, I know this. I'm preaching to you because I know it all too well. And be ready to use use the tools that God has given to you. Grace. His unrelenting grace that's always there for us. His mercy, even when we mess up. His peace, a supernatural peace, even through the hard days. The tool of prayer, of faith, of power, of love, and self-control. This, These are the tools that the Lord has given you, not fear. I just pray that the Lord fills your, your mind, fills your heart with faith. Faith knowing that he is in control, that you can rest knowing that that he has got this, that your children are his children, and that... He will carry you through. I pray that he puts it on your heart to dive deeper with him, to pray, to worship, to to just study his word, to be in communion with him so that you are filled up for this mission that he is calling you to. I pray that you walk in his power, that you walk in his love, and that you walk in the self-discipline that he has given you. Mama, I hope that you have a good week. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick before you go, I just want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast so you get all the alerts and notifications of new episodes. And if this podcast has helped you, inspired you, blessed you, I ask that you leave a review in Apple Podcasts so other moms can find it too and to share it with a friend. God bless.